Hello and welcome to another episode of Things and Stuff, the show where we talk about things and stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, alongside my best friend and co-host, Alex. Hey. We have got a great show for you today. It's been a while. So before we get started, Alex, please tell people how you're doing. It was a dark day in our nation's history today, Jeremy. Yeah, I, I was wondering how you were going to intro this. Um, <laughs> But yeah, okay, so today indeed. today is Monday, August 21st. Sure is, as of recording. Not the day, not when you're listening. Yeah, you'll hear this um, later on Thursday. Yeah. But right now uh, is August 21st um, of 2017. For those of you who don't know, and I don't know how you wouldn't, it's been everywhere on social media. But today we had a solar eclipse. We, sure we live here in Portland, and so we had a 99.2% coverage which was surprisingly bright i will add it, it got kind of dark it was surprising a little bit on that side as well it was like the color was disappearing from the world but yeah. it was still really light out i was expecting like mostly nighttime but a little bit of daytime and it was still just basically daytime with an instagram filter over it yeah we had the sunglasses and the whole shebang yeah and so sure watch that at 10 19 this morning on the dot and uh it happened it was a thing that happened how do how do you feel about it i I really like, first of all, they were predicting traffic Armageddon. Yeah, all so I was state. terrified. Me too, because traffic, we've talked about this on the show, traffic, worst nightmare. Yeah, I hate it. So I stayed home from work today. <laughs> so did I. I worked from home, but there was no work. And in our defense, we were advised to do so. Like, yes. The city said, like, if you can stay home, please do. And that seemed to work in because places, traffic wasn't bad. In places that had uh, the totality, like in the totality zone, yeah, like in Brownsville, where I was coming from last night, and other parts in um, central and southern Oregon. Oh yeah, they um, like were told weeks ahead to like stock up on gas, water, food, and stuff like that, and just stay home. And like, there was anticipated millions of people coming into Oregon to see this, and that happened. Every rental car in the in at least every rental car in Portland was taken. Yeah, people overbooked rental cars. Yeah. Which is, a th- that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, it seemed like everything they did worked because traffic was not bad at all today. Ever. It was bad. It was horrible leaving, apparently. People were driving back to California. Oh, and yeah. I-5 southbound was just crazy, apparently. Yes. Yes. Outside of Portland, especially, like heading out of Portland and like Madras and Salem, like it was crazy down there. Um it was like people were saying that Madras was like Highway 26 was just a parking lot from like Madras all the way to the oh, highway I bet. or through the mountain. Yeah, I bet. Um, but yeah, as far as it goes, I feel like, okay, it's cool. We have a complete solar eclipse. Um, it's something that we won't see in this area for a while, you know. Um, I heard someone say seven years. I didn't look into that any further. No. Um, there will be another eclipse, but it won't be like a complete blockage like it was and it will be visible in South America. Ah, here cool. it'll be like sixty years or something like that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or okay. yeah, whatever. Um, but I feel like the thing was, it was cool and it's an awesome event, but it was made a way bigger deal than it needed to be. You didn't think it was that cool? No, I thought it was cool. Like I said, yeah. But I turned on the TV this morning. Every local news channel was like they're interviewing kids about like random stuff. They're on the coast talking about how the fog was rolling in and like talking how this is affecting things for an hour and stuff like that and it's like okay yeah this is the thing that's happening why i don't know the the level of it just felt like so we're in portland it felt so small town how the local news channels were handling it but here the thing is is like the whole world was covering it in the same exact way i know that's why i was just like okay yeah but this happened this is a thing that happens yeah, but but it's a really cool thing that happens. Yeah, I'll give it to you. You got three big, gigantic things, millions of miles apart, getting getting together in a straight line and having a little party. It's nice. Yeah, it it was kind of cool, but I'm just just how it was. I just felt, I don't know, felt odd in how it was how it was uh, reacted to by the world. I guess. Um, what was cool was looking at the ground while it was happening. It looked like waves because you could see the gases, you know, um, that were coming from the sun. Oh. Um, you normally can't see those or you could see the waves, you know, but you can't see those because it's normally too bright for you to see. Uh-huh. You can see it then. Uh, all of the shadows were crescent shaped. That was pretty cool. I didn't notice any of those things. 
I just noticed that it got real, real colorless around there. And I was taking pictures like every 30 seconds because it was every single time it was very different. Yeah, it was super cool. But again, I felt like we didn't need to have the local news cover how it was covered. You see, that's so funny because that was the way I felt about it until it happened. And then I was like, okay, uh, that was pretty cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I wish I had gone to see the totality because the things I've seen of that are awesome. And like, I'm kind of disappointed that I, I didn't take the, the, the plunge and go way, way down south to Madras. No, hour, I'm glad you didn't hours. because it was, it, it, yeah. It wasn't worth your sitting in traffic for seven hours, you know. No, 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 and I and I would have regretted that. But I don't know. It, it's here's my like other it thought. Was you cool. know, I saw someone post on Facebook about like he was an eye doctor friend of my family's. Yeah, saying about like all the things you should and shouldn't do, et cetera. And he was like, "Don't take pictures of it. You know, um, let the professionals do it." You'll see all of this in about thirty seconds on Facebook and whatever, whatever. Like, and you sure did. It'll be fine. You you don't have to take a picture with your iPhone. Someone much better than you will take a picture that you can see. <laughs> because let's be honest, nobody wants to see the picture you took with your iPhone. I don't think you want to see the sun. picture you took with your iPhone. No. So yeah. yeah, just just step back. Let the pros do it. Yeah, that, and that worked. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Cool enough. I liked I liked having this world seemingly world unifying event. Like, did you see the? There is a lot of perspective. I saw how like uh, I was on Reddit in Japan. Uh, someone, a user from Japan, was like, "Here's a cool picture. I hope we get this a day before you guys do." Yeah. <laughs> so that Dude, was spoilers! Cool. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, guys, I'm about to see this live. Don't show them. Did you see the guy in London that posted a picture today? No, it was like a. Oh man, I'm never gonna forget this moment. It's just a picture out like an office window, and it's completely clouded over, just a little darker. Yeah, that sucks about people <laughs> on the coast too, who are supposed to be in the totality zone, and it was just like foggy, and you couldn't see anything. Also, I Australia, mean, a little research would tell you like a cloudy day at the Oregon coast. So, oh, not not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and um, it was visible in lots of places around the world. Like we have it in the 99th percentile. Like other places in the U.S. were 80 percent, and like, but like. Australia, nothing. <laughs> so, like, apparently flights coming out of Australia have been booked for the last week or so. Like, you the can't fly out of Australia empty right because now. everybody's trying to leave and so like, to come see this. And so you can't do it. That's like, it was like the one place that you can't see it. And we're like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So that's kind of funny. Um, what else is up, is up with you? Also, I'm about to adjust this because I wanted to get a little better sight line right here. Yeah, you get that. I don't think that there was any got. noise made. I messed mine up, too, probably. All right. So uh, what else is new with you? Uh, you know, you got a bike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Erica and I bu- bought a bike to add to our two bike collection now. Hold on. What? I've been seeing things on Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah. Erica's hoarding things. Yeah. That is the real thing that's going <laughs> and, on. And every single one, she says, Alex is going to hate me. I want a live react. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, and I feel like this is going to flow into my topic eventually when we, we'll, we'll look back to ah. it. But, um, Erica, Alex's wife. Yes. Is a teacher. She is. Indeed. She is gathering things for her classroom. Yeah. Shout out, Erica. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As if we don't talk about my wife on the show enough. Yeah. So she she's gathering. Shout out. She's gathering things for her classroom. Correct. Uh huh. So you've gotten some large donations, and by large, I mean the size of the things that have been donated are large. We're absolutely inundated with furniture right now. So tell me about it. All right, so Erica's locked out of her classroom, basically. Her school's being renovated, and it's awesome. Like, she's really excited to get back into her classroom because it's going to be completely fresh and new, like new windows, like blackout windows, so it can be completely dark in there when they need it to be, or... Kind of like the eclipse. Yeah, pretty (laughs) good. Very good. Um, But anyways, she's excited to get into her new classroom, but the downside to that was she had a lot of new ideas for her classroom this year, and she does flexible seating, which means that she has plenty of different options of seating, like camping chairs and wobble cushions and whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what is flexible like you said flexible seating yeah well like picture your classroom yeah. that you grew up going into yeah. desks chairs right yeah that Those. are connected which sucked because i was left-handed and so like i was always in a right-handed chair yeah so she can get i mean she can have left-handed desks i don't know if they have those available because her desks are just squares but she has those she has uh, the bouncy balls that you can sit on and like if you just want to sit on a pillow and with a clipboard, you can do so that. So the desks are all the same. It's like those a typical elementary school table, but then the, you can pick whatever type of chair you want. Kind of. Okay. Kind of like that. Um, but like some of them aren't at desks. Like she has clipboards if you don't want to use a desk and okay. stuff. Like okay. it's just basically like the kids can have to choose where they want to sit. What grade is this again? Fourth grade. Okay. Um, she likes she likes it for a lot of reasons, but I'll let her explain that sometime. Okay. Um, 
But this year she had a lot of new ideas for that, including uh, getting some extra furniture. And I don't think, okay, so her original plan was not to absolutely inundate us with furniture, but our sweet neighbor uh, just moved out. Um, and she's like this, this, this sweet lady and she moved out and she's moving into a, a, an elderly, like complex kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and she was having her furniture a retirement home. That's no, right. not a retirement home. It's like a, it's like a 65 and over, but not like a, reti- it's not like a home, you know, it's a good, like a neighborhood for, yeah, it's just like a, it's an, a car- it's an apartment building on like, you know, it's somewhere, but it's an apartment building in Portland that is mostly elderly living gotcha. I, I saw this really cool like. neighborhood and like near wilsonville is it del boca vista no but it's like another neighborhood that you have to be like 55 or 65 over and they're all just like baller houses yeah yeah <laughs> like, that's I'm basically like, what she's dang can we live, live here like no you gotta be 55 year olds i'm like oh man you guys got lazy boys no in kids. there yeah all right sorry um so yeah so she was gonna have her furniture all picked up by this moving company and then she was just having them take it to a donation center of some sort and she was paying them to come and do this and Erica's like I mean I could take this off your hands and she's like oh would you that would be great what type of things were was she giving away an entire apartment the same size as ours like fully furnished was given to us oh so you're Already fully furnished two bedroom apartment. You now have another two bedroom apartment there. Exactly, minus the bed. But <laughs> yeah, like, the first piece of furniture I saw, I think, was a bookcase or something like that. Yeah, so we got two like book a white cases. bookcase, and yeah. she was like, "Alex is gonna hate me." And it was like in the middle of the living room. I'm like, I wonder where they're gonna put that. And then I saw like, was there another? Was there another couch that was brought in? There sure was. <laughs> yeah, and you've you've been in our living room. Is there room for another couch? In there is barely room for your couch in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> our couch is in there, it, like, like kind of ca- catty corner. I don't even know how you would just at a diagonal. It is at a diagonal. <laughs> that is the way. And now we have another couch that is in there in a similar fashion, <laughs> pa- parallel. <laughs> like I, so I sit. My spot on our couch is on the very left side of the couch, and then the new couch is up against that one. And I use that one as a footrest. Like the arm of that couch is my so footrest. So you have now ottoman. two couches. You have a bookcase. I, I saw you have. Do you have some tables? Some more tables. What's going on? Some more tables. She got a like bar stools. Oh, and that's what I saw. And a high table for the bar stools to go around. Were they all white? The There's things a bench. I saw. A lot of the, a white? lot of the stuff is white, like like the IKEA white. A stuff. blank canvas. Yeah, pretty much everything that was given to us was white, and then she she wanted to buy a couch, so we bought a couch on Facebook Marketplace, and that's where the, the second table, couch came the from? high table and the high chairs and stuff, and then everything else is bench, a desk. Well, we got rid of that. So is it all furniture stuff, or you got some supplies in there? And then the rest of it is. It, it's intermixed. One of the bookshelves is entirely full of all her kids' classroom supplies because teachers have to buy their school supplies for the kids. Like the kids don't bring those anymore. That's a teacher responsibility to get those for the kids and then right. they get reimbursed. How are you getting all of this to the school? We are renting a U-Haul, Jeremy. Okay. I was just curious. So I'm like, you have a small like sedan. Can you imagine what it's going to look like at our apartment when we're essentially moving out? <laughs> you're like, Oh, you guys moving? No, no, just go no, look inside. Not. Still, still a fully furnished apartment. No. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be hilarious pulling into her school in a U-Haul moving out. We're at the end of August. We sure are. This is happening soon. Thursday, she's moving. Well, Thursday, she gets into her classroom. (laughs) You're like, Erica's moving out Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Erica's out of here Thursday. No, but yeah, Thursday, she's moving in to her classroom. Friday, we're taking all the furniture. Oh, so this weekend. This weekend, our apartment is normal again. Oh, so that was kind of timely. My my topic, my little... uh, Yeah, yeah, bringing it up, yeah. I hope to, I, I, I would like to, to see it. I would like to see a before and after of your apartment. Please send send those. Yeah, I should. I should. All right. So here's why how I thought this could tie in to my topic. <laughs> All right. We I I forgot to try and like lead it back to but there was no way to get there. No, I, I got this. All right. So Erica's a teacher, fourth graders, school. You know who else is a teacher? <laughs> no, so here's what I'm thinking. So as a kid, okay, and this also kind of ties into the eclipse, okay? How I learned like was taught these type of things. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, but the, the root of this started when, um, I was an intern with the Blazers, saw a rainbow. All right. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I brought up the fact of, I know how, why there's a rainbow. Natalie was like, I'm pretty sure this is how it goes. Natalie was like, I don't really get rainbows. And I was like, what? Didn't you watch the magic school bus? You know? Yeah. And I feel like the magic school bus and also a bunch of other kids shows, educational children programming or whatever yeah it's how i learned so many things like why 
um, like how dough works. I remember that one and the difference between sugar and salt crystals and like uh, how light refracts like color. I learned that from Magic School Bus. Um, reading Rainbow, a lot of things. Uh-huh. Um, Bill Nye, the science guy. There it is. Bill Nye, the science guy. Come on. There's just so many things. I feel felt like um, we had a lot of good shows and a lot of like basic things like you were, were taught like not in the classroom, but on TV, you know. Uh huh. And I feel like I mean, oh, go ahead. Well, I guess the the point of this is I feel like some of that is lost on the current generation of uh, TV programming. You think so? I th- I think so a little bit. Now, granted, um, when I was thinking about this topic, I realized that I am not watching children's <laughs> educational <laughs> programming but <laughs> i was preparing to call you out on that <laughs> <laughs> i remembered that when i said that the um, serial commercials are not what they used to be <laughs> but then i'm like wait i'm not watching shows that have serial commercials. i'm not being advertised cereal anymore i, only see I don't know i felt like there was so much that i don't know okay so i babysat my cousins right okay and i was watching the shows that they were watching um there was uh little einsteins i'm pretty sure that was one yeah uh, is that uh, have you seen Little Einstein? No, I sure haven't. Right. There's one that has a rocket. I think that might be Little Einstein. Jimmy Neutron. No, I'm pretty sure that was Little Einstein's one. But that's for okay. like little little kids. That's uh-huh. not that's not on the magic school bus. That's level not yet. your that's not your PhD level. No, magic that's school bus. magic school bus. You're getting into some third and fourth grade material. You know, <laughs> this, this is the elite yeah. stuff. Yeah, seriously. Your cousin's a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This was back when I was babysitting them when they were like three or four. Um, but yeah, I was just curious as to like how you learned like different like basic things like that. Was it in class or was it in like I, that's how we learned about rainbows. That's how I learned about um, the migration of salmon. <laughs> I remember that episode of Magic School Bus very vividly. I remember learning about like when they got shrunk down um, and they went into a cookie and I like how like the air pockets um, when you're baking uh, with like bake the difference between baking soda and baking powder. Um, and then sugar and salt was in that one too. Okay. Thinking about this, I missed the Magic School Bus. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And I'm, what what was your show that you liked to watch? And they're, uh, they're bringing that back. I think they're bringing it back. I don't know. I just I'm pretty sure curious. Miss Frizzle has been cast again. Hmm, interesting. Live action or actually animation? Oh, that's a good question. I hope it's not live action. Yeah. I, that does not work as a no. as anything but. But yeah, animation. What, what were the shows that you watched as a kid, and what did you learn? I feel like okay, I watched. I watched Magic School Bus enough to know a lot of the references, but it, I don't think I ever watched Magic School Bus on TV. My mom used to buy me the Magic School Bus VHS, or maybe we got them at the library. I'm not entirely sure. The library. That was a thing, too. Oh, man. The library is <laughs> awesome. I really wish I went to the library more. Yeah, I feel they like... They even have comics. That's another thing. I feel like kids are going to not go to the library as much because, like, why, why watch these awesome shows or go to the library when you have the internet? Like... All these kids have iPads these days. I know. I don't have an iPad. I don't know how. An I, I don't know how to use an iPad. <laughs> it's a big I'm phone. Sorry, sorry I interrupted. Um, the shows that you watched. The the shows that I watched were not the education, not of the educational ilk, as you would say. I mean, I when I watched Magic School Bus or Bill Nye, it was in class usually, like at school. Like, hey, we're learning about. Jupiter, so we're gonna go to Jupiter in Magic School Bus, which was a great episode. They took the the school bus to space. One of the kids took his helmet off, and he that's how we tie it back to the eclipse, you know, because learning about planets and alignment and the difference between like Jupiter yeah. and Earth and stuff like that. Magic School Bus, the episodes where they shrunk themselves down by by far the best. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we're, we're trapped in a bathroom. How are we gonna get out? This of the bathroom? is how I learned about the pollination of plants too. I remember when they went into. Uh, uh, they went into like a flower. So why did you go to school? <laughs> That's a great point. Also, um, here's a small disclaimer. <laughs> For a part of my elementary school career, I was homeschooled. So yeah. I feel like my mom was like, here, watch medical school. Bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, well, I feel like that was a part of it, but it was, she like, I, I had full, you know, classes or whatever. Um, but Portland State's calling. They watch. <laughs> but I also I remember watching Magic School Bus a bunch. <laughs> but also, but also like Reading Rainbow. That was another one. Also, I didn't I'd like never reading. Watch, I, I never didn't watched. I like reading. I don't like reading that much. Actually, that's probably because you watched Reading Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, probably true. There's another show called that. Zoom. I think it was called Zoom. Yeah, I think Zoom. It had like kids doing things. Yeah, and speaking a weird language, Ubby Dubby. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I used to know how to one. speak. I used to do. Well, I mean, know how to. I'm pretty sure you're just putting a B in every syllable. Yeah. Hibbalobo. It's that one. It's yes. that one. <laughs> what are the other? What, I never watched Zoom because I hated that show. Yeah. yeah pretty much everything on. You're just talking about PBS Kids is what you're talking about. <laughs> was Magic School Bus on PBS Kids? I think so. Or OPB. Are those the same thing? I don't know. Ooh, that's kids. A, uh, this is why you got to fund PBS, you know. <laughs> you can get all these shows that you didn't. <laughs> nobody's gonna watch. That's another one I didn't think about though. Was uh, Sesame Street? Oh, owned by did Disney you, now. Did you, really? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. they just fired uh, Kermit. That was big news there. What? <laughs> yeah, they fired Kermit. They're replacing Kermit. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Because he's one of the highest paid like kids show actors or something like that, and they. And they can easily replace them. Trying to because yeah. kids have no emotional connection. To, like it's more Kermit, no, it's only their parents that yeah, are going to say exactly. you can't watch Sesame Street anymore. But I like Kermit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty easy, easily replaceable. Yeah, uh, I mean, sure, Sesame it'll be a different person. It's the same guy that's played him forever, and he's like, it's really sad when you. But it's like yeah, it was kind of a, just a business decision, you know. Yeah. So what are the other ones? Like, did, did what was TV a big part of your education? Uh, I'm yeah. changing the questions to go along because I'm just more fascinated by all these different things. I, I'm kind of enjoy, enjoying just talking about these old uh, like our, our childhood TV experiences. Yeah, there's another something we could tie into this. Go for it. Uh, I never watched Saturday morning cartoons. What? Okay. Uh, what? Okay, here's the here's the difference between me and you. Um, I didn't have cable as a yeah. kid, so I had to watch Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. You know, that's where all the good stuff came on because I don't have, I didn't have, I couldn't watch the Cartoon Network, you know? Yeah. Or Nickelodeon. That was a big, that's a, yeah. A big the, one. I see, I always had cable and I'm not, <laughs> I oh, always had I, cable. Uh, my parents always had cable. <laughs> yeah. I always had cable growing up. I don't know what, what's wrong with you. <laughs> no. Um, but I didn't even know about Saturday morning cartoons. So I feel like I've missed out. And it's like, I feel like you did too. Like Saturday that's where programming I, for me. I remember watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Saturday morning cartoons. There's always. Um, yeah. I was never. I never Scooby watched anything like on the on WB. Saturday. Yeah. Animaniacs. So, oh, yeah. So many good things. I want Looney Tunes were on there too. Saturday morning. Yeah. But they were on Cartoon Network as well. Yeah. I didn't watch that until we moved. And then we had cable. When we were overseas, we had cable because it was a lot cheaper. Yeah. And that's when sense. I got caught up on all these shows that I missed out as a kid. Yeah. Um, I really loved uh, Codename Kids Next Door. It was oh, not that's a, a show. It was not the Saturday morning cartoon. That's Cartoon Network. Was, yeah. Cartoon Network. Um, Tom and Jerry was my jam. There was a time. Actually, it was right around when my sister was born. Mm -hmm. I remember vividly there was an all day, like week long. It seemed like it maybe have been, could have been a month long Tom and Jerry marathon where they were just showing nothing but Tom and Jerry, all of the episodes front, like front to back. It seemed. Um, and I remember when my sister was born, I was like, you said Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Tom and Jerry. I was like six or seven. And I just was like there. My mom's in the hospital with a newborn baby and I'm sitting there in the room just binge watching Tom and Jerry. Don't you want to meet your sister? No, this cat's going to get him. Here's the thing about Tom and Jerry, though, is that um, I lived in Kenya for five years as a kid between the ages of five and ten. Mm -hmm. and Or I guess four and nine, whatever. But um, Tom and Jerry is universal because you don't need to speak any language to understand what's going on in Tom and Jerry. Yeah. So that was great. Like, it's thing global, you know? That was, that was an awesome show. Also... Roadrunner? No. What's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah, Kai Coyote. Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote that's Roadrunner. Yeah, right? I think that's a Looney Tune. There's also the Woody joint. with the Woodpecker. That's when I I got mixed up and I hated that. He was oh, so I hate annoying. That guy. Okay, that so guy. I pulled up a list and of big Chicken, um, Warner Bros. Saturday Morning Cartoons. Okay, um, lay it on me. So they had the Animaniacs. So I, I did uh, Saturday Morning Cartoons list from the 2000s. I really got into it because they had the Batman and Batman Beyond and Batman the Animated Series. That's how I got into Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I started out because my dad would go to Blockbusters, throwback. Dang. Blockbusters or, or the library. I mean, they're still there. And but. would get like Batman the Animated Series uh, on VHS. We're dating ourselves. <laughs> We're not that old, but... That was a while ago. I feel like we're not dating. Anybody that's listening to us had the same exact experience. Okay, so we went to Blockbusters, <laughs> got some VHS of the Batman the Animated Series. 
I thought it was awesome. That's how I got into comic books. That's how I got into Batman. And then I needed to watch more of this. So Saturday morning cartoons. That's fantastic. Watch that. When did Justice League Unlimited come on the scene? Was, uh, that, a, was that, that a Cartoon Network or was that That a was a Cartoon Network thing. That was when I, we lived uh, overseas again. Gotcha. So I'm trying to pull up um, some other ones, that list of programs. Um, but I just can't believe I'm like, I just miss out on all of those. Well, I didn't miss out, but I never, like, that's why I never got into comics, because I never watched Saturday morning cartoons. I I feel like uh, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo had to be on Saturday Saturday morning cartoon network. But I feel like Cartoon Network would throw some stuff to Saturday morning cartoons on Warner Brothers, wouldn't they? Uh, Well, yeah, because probably, because I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo is Hanna-Barbera. Oh, no. Jackie Chan Adventures. What? Did you watch those? It was like Jackie Chan movies, essentially. But it had a whole show where he Jackie Chan played himself. He was Jackie Chan, whatever. And all these talismans or whatever. This is a real thing? This is a real thing. And it was animated Jackie Chan. It was so Wait, good. It was Jackie, animated? Yes, it was so good. <laughs> this, is what it looked, this is what it looked like. Why, it why was, does that show Oh exist? my gosh, the Jackie Chan Adventures was so good. I'm try, I was just scrolling right now through. So Tom and Jerry was on there. Um, <laughs> why did they animate Jackie Chan? I don't know. It like worked. It was one of the best it physical. It was so good. Oh, I, uh, um, Recess, Disney's Recess was on Saturday Morning Cartoons as well. I just um, can't get over it. I watched like Spider Man on there. Um, hey Arnold. Was it Saturday Saturday morning? Yeah. I watched was, him on Nickelodeon. Yeah, but the I like I said, I didn't have cable, so that's when I got some of that, you know, the other stuff. Let me no, see. I'm just enjoying the crossover. I didn't I thought I missed there's out on every one, Saturday morning cartoon. Oh the X Men. That was on Fox. X Men. Oh, that's how it goes okay, that so far essentially, back. Essentially it was just like superhero cartoons. That's how we got into Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> so um that explains but, why I missed out. I didn't know this. No, but they had other things on it, like 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 you said, Tom Jerry, Scooby Doo, Animaniacs. Yeah, Loon, but that's uh, all that's definitely tunes. Um, but I'm trying to find. There's one in particular, and I don't remember what it was called. Okay, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like that was the quintessential um, Saturday morning cartoon. Like it just felt like a Saturday morning cartoon. Just hanging out with the guys, eating oh, some yeah. pizza. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was one. Um, that's I'm awesome. still scrolling, trying to find. Find some more. There was this one. Um, that's actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the number one rated Saturday morning cartoon. Um, that's so interesting because to me the the that franchise alone is like just it. It seems like people are joking. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like I I thought they were kind of cool, but again I didn't watch any of it. But it was like, are we? Is it really? Are people really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? But everything they do is like pretty successful. They're ignoring the movies and stuff, but like animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like people are still asking for that. They want like a hardcore like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Netflix series to come on, and I'm like, is anybody really? Really asking for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but hearing you say that, like, yes, but it just felt like uh, the like a kid thing. Okay, wait, I found the one I was talking about. <laughs> the, the, the Saturday morning cartoon that was the most Saturday morning cartoon for me. It was called Ultimate Muscle, and it was an anime wrestling cartoon where the characters looked completely ridiculous, but then they would like turn into these like super buff wrestling things and they would like be re- oh it was so hilarious this was it was called ultimate muscle <laughs> what in the world are was, you watching it was the most it was oh it was hilarious it was saturday morning cartoons at its finest that teenage mutant ninja turtles and like the batman uh things That's how many how- seasons did ultimate muscle go for i, I don't know i've never heard of that or Jackie I have, okay Chan when we're done with this i'm gonna show you trailers for for these because it was hilarious okay um you gotta look those up uh yeah. for our listeners at home that's hysterically funny um okay but in the short you had cartoon network you weren't missing anything i feel like as as far as saturday morning cartoons go because other than all of the superhero stuff that i never got into because that was but never that touched. came to cartoon network and by then i was out of cartoons oh yeah i was into drake and josh yeah i didn't get any of those live action uh sitcom kids shows yeah um there was uh. one that had um wasn't it Emma Roberts? Um, mm, was it was awkward. I don't know. As a kid, I don't think I ever watched it. I think I know what you're talking about, though. Um, I feel like I saw that one one time. I don't think I ever watched it. 
But yeah, the so as far as Saturday morning cartoons go, I feel like you had Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, you were you were fine, you know. But for kids who didn't have it, that was that was our peak, you know. Yeah. Um, tweet at us what your favorite Saturday morning cartoons were, or just your favorite cartoons, because I loved uh, Codename Kids Next Door. Did you ever watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I did. I couldn't get into it as a kid. I feel like I missed it. That was, it was like, I was older than when everybody else was watching because then we moved to the Philippines, you know? Yeah. That so makes I, sense. There was a lot of shows that I missed just because I was living in Kenya or the Philippines and like, I, I just was, I, I missed the boat on that one. I feel like that show was something uh, else. <laughs> Here's another one uh, that I, I missed. I think it, okay. One second. I want to. I don't. I want to say this. Um, educated. You know. I don't want to just be throwing this out here. One second. Emma Roberts was on. Uh, oh wait, no. That was a. Maybe this was a crossover. So crossover episode because that name is familiar. All right. Emma here's Roberts. one that I missed that. Um, Natalie never lets me live down. I missed Rocket Power. What? Yeah. That was between ninety nine and two thousand four. I was living in the Philippines at that time. Didn't get that. Oh no. That, from what I've heard of Saturday morning cartoons, that is ideal, an ideal property. Looking at Rocket Power, though, I recognize all these characters, and I feel like I've probably seen one or two episodes, but I never watched the show, and that breaks her heart. There's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of things I miss. Um, Rugrats, miss that. Actually, that, that one I think my mom just didn't let me watch. She didn't like it. Interesting. Well, Talking Babies is a little, is that? I don't know. She just like. You're not watching this show. My mom felt way, that way about a couple shows. She she thought, but she let you watch Ultimate Muscle. No, that was my dad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout out to dad. <laughs> yes. No. Um. My mom thought that SpongeBob was too dumb of a show. She wouldn't let me watch that for a little bit, but then we watched it anyway. And then she thought it was funny. This is going. My back. mom is a pre- like judges a show like no, this is so dumb. And then she's like, oh, okay, you can watch it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so Rocket Power, looking at it now. Um, shout out Natalie. I have seen a few. Never watched the show. I couldn't tell you the story. Couldn't tell you any of the characters. I think I watched a lot of cartoons with my dad because my dad will watch just about anything, but I oh, my remember. dad. That's how my dad and I bonded so much was all those superhero cartoons like Batman, Batman Beyond, Justice That's League. Awesome. Oh, oh yeah. That was great. My dad and I I don't remember. It feels like we stayed up late, but we watched, and I brought this up, the show up earlier and didn't say anything about it, but we watched the Ed, Ed, and Eddie premiere, like the first episode. <laughs> we watched that together. I remember that. My dad just wanted to watch it with me because he thought it looked funny. I can't remember what we felt about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly critical of anything then because mm-hmm. I was a child, but mm-hmm. man, that was a show. I can't even imagine being an adult like my dad. trying to think of like more Cartoon dad. Network shows that, oh, uh, Dexter's Lab. Did you watch that one? Yes. That show was so good. That was, an, that was a great one. Um, I think I watched that one with my dad. Like, my dad seemed to my tough out. My sister and I watched Powerpuff Girls, too. My dad seemed to tough out a lot of, like, these uh, these really stupid kids' shows. To And, and I'm, as I'm thinking about it now, I think my dad just was hanging out with me. I thought he would just like the shows when but I was But now, like, kid. looking back, you're like, no, he just wanted to hang I'm out like, with me. I'm like, there's no way my dad watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie with me on purpose. Yeah, that show is insane. That's great. Um, we've completely drifted from the topic of educational shows, but I'm digging it. Cause right now here's another thing. Um, my dad got me into star Wars yeah. <laughs> and I remember, uh, I had to have been like, uh, seven or something like, or like six or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, what we did is we built a fort in the living room and then we watched this, the star Wars movie, the original trilogy. Oh, that's awesome. Um, just me and my dad. And it was, it was awesome. Like that's how I got into all those movies is like we built a fort and watched in the living room. Oh, that's so good. I had a sleepover at my own house. Essentially. It was great. My dad is the one who's shown me m- almost all of my, like all of the best comedies. I would say like he, that's, that's where my dad shines. Like he's not as into star Wars. Like he'll enjoy it, but like, but that's what my like my dad has introduced me to all of the funny things, and I think that's why at least cartoons he could make it through because that there was some humor some, in them, but uh, yeah, redeemable jokes in there. Uh, going back way back now, are we going back to educational? Or is that- <laughs> uh, no, but I did find out what Emma Roberts' show was called. Yeah, <laughs> Unfabulous. Nope, that is that the one I'm thinking about. Yes, she played a young lady by the name of Addie Singer. That was her. Maybe that was her. Oh, I got another Nickelodeon one. Nickelodeon debut. Um, okay, I, th- I think I've seen a few of those. That was when I was, I was in the Philippines. There's another one. Um, it's, wait, I had on the tip of my tongue. 
Ned's Declassified School, School Survival, Survival Guide. Guide. There it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yes, I love that show. That show was awesome. I remember thinking, why didn't they make a Ned's Declassified College Survival Guide? Yeah, I can't believe that didn't happen. Or, man, they could just do that show now. Same cast. And just like <laughs> Ned's Declassified. Hey, adulting <laughs> a TV <laughs> that would show. Be, that would have been funny, you know? It would be awesome. It could be like a like How I Met Your Mother. Like it could be a TV show, a sitcom kind of Friends, How I Met Your Mother ish. I but feel it like has that to would break. Work. He has to break the fourth wall. You know? Yeah. So. And that would be a good thing. It would replace Scrubs. There it is. I was like, wait, there's a show that's like this. Scrubs. Yeah. He would have to like talk to everybody. You know. Yes. Oh, that would be really really cool. You call it, get Mr. Netflix on the phone. <laughs> I know just. Excuse me, Mr. Netflix. We have a pitch for you. We, I'd like to introduce Maybe you to Maybe all these Ned. kids shows are on Netflix. Maybe I need to open up the kids tab on my Netflix uh, profile and see what, what educational shows we have going on. There. I frequently get the, the nostalgic itch to watch like an old Drake and Josh or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've so, never okay, seen so it. Okay, so I there. watched Moana on Netflix, right? Okay. Popped up. Yeah. Um, and then it says, because you watch Moana, here's one of the shows. I'm like, like wait, oh. wait, what? <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm like, oh, man, this, I forgot about this, you know? Yeah. Amazon might have them. I have never looked at Amazon. From I always just go to Netflix. Oh, man. This has just become a TV show appreciation uh, segment. <laughs> but Magic School Bus is great, too. But, man, when no, we got into I, it. No, I Magic School Bus, shout out. Major shout out. Let's see if that's up here. Magic School Bus? Yeah. I, maybe we should look up the uh, top um, educational TV shows for kids. Oh, that's a good point. I'm looking at a, a Sid the Science Kid. I've never heard of that. Reading Rainbow, and Man Finds Food. Man Finds Food? That's I don't know. I tr- I searched Magic School Bus. It came up with all of those. Things that came up. Oh, ones. wait. I forgot about another one. Classic. What do you got? Cyber Chase. Did you ever watch that show? No. I, <laughs> that, was, that was a definite OPB after school thing. Wait, we're going to get back to OPB after school, okay? In, in a second. <laughs> but first, Cyber Chase. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, lay, <laughs> okay. lay this other right. obscenely obscure. It's not obscure because I have to. Ha- we have to have somebody who's watched these shows. <laughs> no, don't I guarantee don't you. Kimberly, if you've heard of Cyber Kimberly, Chase. if you're listening, please tweet at us or something that we know we're listening. If but anybody wait. that didn't grow up with Jeremy... Has watched Cyber Chase? Please write in to say your thing at gmail.com. Yes, I, I need backup. That the, the Cyber Chase was a thing. Okay, I guarantee so, you this isn't no, happened. Reading Rainbow books, whatever. Cyber Chase—that's where you get all your math knowledge from as a kid. <laughs> oh no, it's a math show. It, okay, oh man, I just wish I. Oh, we're, a- we're gonna watch all of these trailers for these different things. Okay, so uh, other ones that we forgot. Um, Mister Rogers. Okay. All right. Um, That's a special show. Yes. Yeah, so I, I just did looked watch up Mr. the top Rogers. TV programs for kids. Um, there was, um, yeah, Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street. Um, I used to love It was love just Mr. going Rogers. through actually everything that we were talking about. Um, Reading Rainbow. Okay. Go way far back. Mm-hmm. Blue's Clues? Mm. Did you get to watch Blue's Clues? I did watch Blue's Clues. Okay. okay. So I, I don't know. I, don't, I thought Blue's Clues was Wasn't there like a paprika? Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a time, and there was like that time when like Steve moved away, you know. And turns yeah. out when Steve was just going to college. Dude was a child <laughs> leading the show. Here's where I was going with the um back after school programming. Shout out to Arthur. <laughs> no, I I will not allow a shout out to Arthur. Arthur was the worst show. Anytime it was like, hey, you guys want to watch Arthur? No, <laughs> he's an aardvark. Nobody cares. I watched Arthur. I watched Arthur. He had his stupid, no annoying friends. One of them was a rabbit that was like the scariest. Wait, they were all name? like the scariest anthropomorphic animals I've ever oh, seen. I don't remember any of their names. Like, if you want to sh- watch a, sh- a good show about, I remember anthropom- the bully's name was Binky. <laughs> course it was because that show was terrible <laughs> uh, yeah okay um, if you want to watch a good show about anthropomorphized anthropomorphized sure run with it d- yeah if you want to watch a show about that kind of animal franklin the turtle my man i remember that show that was a great show too that, that show was a higher awesome. quality show it was Did like we already talked about jimmy neutron uh i think i threw the name out there that was a good one too jimmy neutron was so good and fairly odd parents and then the crossover oh fairly odd parents and then danny phantom that was the one that was after it by the same people that oh yeah it. same same artists at least yeah yeah that, that show was good for a time yeah i don't think i ever got super into it but yes but oh man i feel like there was a universe there with the, with those two shows okay 
looking back at this whole this topic, what I've realized is this is a lot like our serial topic in that all of the shows that were good when we were kids were good for kids. We are now not in that same market. So because we don't think that <laughs> the kids shows aren't as good, it's because we're not kids anymore. Yeah. But I, I don't think that I have, I like I literally don't even know what kids shows are on right now. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even tell you. I just you. see going to my cousin's place a couple times, and I see them the shows they're watching. And I'm like, this looks so dumb. You need some quality shows like Dexter's Lab or Powerpuff Girls right now. <clears throat> this is ridiculous. Oh man, we didn't even get into Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, Mojo Jojo. Jo- jo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> enough of cartoons. This was great. I'm glad we got to touch on your lack of Saturday morning cartoons. We got to briefly discuss um, the Magic School Bus and all the educational things that I learned about that. But now, please, Alex, tell the people, what is your thing? Well, going down a similar vein, I would like to talk about the, another aspect of the entertainment industry. Erica and I were having a conversation. Another shout out to Erica. <laughs> Man. Um, shout out to our SOS, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we were having this conversation. She asked me, have you ever met a celebrity? And I was like, uh, I couldn't remember ever meeting a celebrity. And then she's like, oh, yeah, but you've met Coheed and Cambria. I'm like, no, those are not celebrities. I mean. They're a very successful band that have a lot of fans, but I would not consider them celebrities. So my topic is my thing here. Um, what, what does it take to be considered a celebrity? Like how famous do you have to be? And what, I, I don't know. What does it mean to be famous? I guess. All right. I have an answer for you. All right. Okay. About 30 minutes ago. I didn't after hearing you state the question. I think I do. Okay. Um, you can be famous without being a celebrity. Uh huh. But I don't think you can. You clearly can't be a celebrity without being famous. So I feel like um, fame is having like people who can who being recognizable, having followers, fans, whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't particularly know the number cutoff that I'm gonna say. Yeah, I don't think we need to get into like the I'm not gonna say, statistics. Once of being you have 125,000 people that are your fans or followers, whatever, then you're famous. No. Okay. Um, but I feel like that that's the aspect of fame. I feel like a celebrity supersedes or like is bigger than that in that it's not just your fans mm-hmm. that know you. Yeah. It's like everybody knows you. Even that. people who aren't your fans know you, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's what makes a celebrity. Fame is the recognition and i feel like that is how i would identify coheed and cambria is they are famous you know to the people that know them yes no, yeah they're famous coheed and cambria recognizable name enough yeah recognizable name enough but and they have hundreds of thousands of fans yeah right so they're famous okay i don't i wouldn't say they're celebrities though no because you talk to someone on the street they will probably don't know who coheed and cambria are and they couldn't tell you anybody in the band no, that's another. Yeah, I think that's another aspect of it. Like nobody, outside of recognizing that man, those guys sure look like a band. Mm-hmm. Nobody would go, "Oh my gosh, that's Travis Stever, the guitar player for Coheed and Cambria, walking yeah. down my street right now in Nyack, New Jersey." Yeah, so I don't. I feel like that would be the difference, right? Fame is the fans and recognition and stuff like that. Whereas being a celebrity is, regardless of if they're a fan or not, they know who you are. She brought up another a person, a person that you and I both follow very closely, Greg Miller, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, he's famous too." I'm like, "No, yes, he's famous. He's not a celebrity." I see. Here's where I think, uh, yes, I don't know because he has. Again, I have a hard he time has with the hundreds of thousands of followers and fans, right? Yeah, and he is one of the most well known personalities in the gaming industry. Sure, he's famous. I feel like that's a community thing, right? Yeah, he. W- I would think that he's famous. You think he's famous? But I don't not a consider him a celebrity, though. See, I think there's even tiers to it because, like, you can even talk about. Yeah, celebrities I agree that there's as, tiers. Okay, because you can talk about celebrities like A-list celebrities like Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts and things like that, where it's like they sneeze that and it's in the news. Be, that'd be the peak, right? Yeah, that that's definitely the peak. That's got to be. I mean, Taylor Swift is, and Selena Gomez seem to be the peak at this point. Well, but, they would be in that same well, yeah, category, yeah, yeah. same section. But I just wanted to be specific and say and that then, they're in there too. Yeah. And that, if anything, they're basically any, all those tabloid people. I feel like those are Th- that's like those your A list. Yeah, and then you've cool. got your your B list, who's mm-hmm. like, like I would say, a step down from there would be actors you recognize 
I know their names, but or musicians. Like, they're not making the. I feel like athletes go into this too because athletes are celebrities. I think as well. Certain athletes, yes, because I think LeBron James, yes, Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps. You say yes, all of those, yes. But the guy that is doing the alpine shooting in the Olympics, no, probably not. Or even another player on the Cavs, yeah. Or like, <laughs> like J.R. Smith or something like that. Or Everybody, somebody in the NBA fans know who he is. Yeah. Um, sports fans know who he is. My mom does not know who J.R. Smith is. No, my mom knows who LeBron James is, and she's she not sure a sports does. fan. You know. Yeah. I feel like that's that's a good test too. Does your mom know who this person <laughs> yeah. is? That yeah. is an A-list celebrity. <laughs> you know, she cannot avoid them. A-list celebrity. Okay, that's I like that. I, I think the biggest your, thing is the non-fan, you know? I yeah, I think I think you're on to a good point. And what I was going to say with Greg Miller is he may have a million or whatever followers on Twitter, but all of those people know who he or like follow him because they follow him. Like and they're in, they've bought into what they they follow him because they're a part of that community. Yeah, each one of them has some sort of personal connection to him in some way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if somebody like Taylor Swift that has probably what nine million you think i don't know what the number is neither do i tons of people millions and millions of people that are following her even people who don't follow her though they're like oh i liked i liked shake it off so i'm gonna follow this artist you know Mm -hmm. and like that's all they know about you know but even she's like her popularity has just become so big that like my mom doesn't listen to her music she knows but your mom probably does but (laughs) but like people know like kids know you know that's another test people know her yeah so I think that's the difference. Is there another word that we're missing out on between fame and celebrity? Superstar? Is there a difference? No, I don't this like is that one, word. This is one that is like in in um like the NBA and stuff like that. So this is all star. This is superstar. You know, like yeah. But like I that's also an athletic think, term, maybe. So do maybe you not. think? Because like I wouldn't think of. So kind of where we're getting at is kind of the the household name kind of. Kind of fame, like where mm-hmm. everybody seems to know that is your, your top tier celebrity. celebrity. Think, yeah. But then, if they're not exactly a household name, but still really famous in many spheres, would you consider them celebrity? Like, I wouldn't consider Christian Bale a household name. Fair enough, but I would still consider him a celebrity to the point where it would be like, oh my gosh, Christian Bale is here, and like Morgan Freeman. Yes, everybody knows who Morgan Freeman is, but he's definitely not on that level. Of fame. That's a good point. And do you think it just has to do with them, the fact that they're movie stars? I think so. Like you're seeing their face, and I think yeah, I think maybe that's, that's a huge what that bring, brings in that factor. Because like I don't know, I feel like again we're just getting into different levels of celebrity, you know, and the fact that I don't know, Greg Miller. Gaming personality, podcaster, you know, whatever. Sure. He has a community of people and fans and followers, whatever. But that's its own community and, like, section of entertainment. Whereas even lower level movie stars, that has a higher cachet or whatever, you know. Or low, like, oh, I play in the NBA. I'm an NFL player. Like, even though, like, that might have a little bit more weight just of the the community that they're famous in, you know? Yes. And so, like, oh, my gosh, that person plays for... I at least um, recognize them. Yeah, the Seahawks or the 49ers or whatever like that. You know, like... Yeah. That guy was in Grimm. Yeah, whereas if I say, oh, my gosh, that guy was on uh, Game Over Reggie. Like, yeah. What? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> that guy worked for IGN. You know? Okay. Wait, wait, what? You know, so I feel like not only does the number of fans you have, but I feel like the community that you've gained fame in... It plays a big part, and then how much <clears throat> how much reach you have outside of that community? To yeah, where, like you have a community that follows you, but then you have this uh, this outside group that has nothing to do with that community that still knows about you. Mm-hmm. So I think that the reason that you said lower level actors get that is because being a movie star is probably one of the biggest things. You know? Yeah. The other the other group that is kind of interesting are people like Philip DeFranco and YouTubers, famous PewDiePie, like the really really like upper echelon famous YouTubers that have. Like people that are making that are bringing in a million views on daily videos, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't consider. I don't even think Philip DeFranco can like. I don't think he has to worry about going everywhere, getting recognized. I'm sure he does to a certain extent, but I'm st- I doubt like. <clears throat> I doubt it's to the same. So is that another thing like going out in public and being recognized? I think so because that probably plays into like, I don't know. 
I feel like, for example, it's a lot easier for an NBA player to be recognized versus a one of the best football players ever to be recognized just because one sport, you're wearing a helmet, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. And so YouTubers versus movie stars. But I don't know, because like, you're getting a million people every single day seeing your face. But that's another, that's like part of that voice. community that's following you, you know? Yeah. Versus yeah. even if I don't watch this person's movie... But that's bigger than m- most towns in the United States. That's a fair. million people. That's fair. Like you have that many, you have entire cities watching your videos on a daily basis, but I still wouldn't consider him celebrity. So I think it does have to do with the field that you're in. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe movie stars are like celebrity is reserved for movie stars. And uh, I don't want to say superstars. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that word. Celebrities reserved for movie stars, I guess, in our current society, culture, atmosphere. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever be famous? I'm going to get some water. Do I ever, Do I think I'll ever be famous? And do you want some water? Uh, no, I'm fine on the water. All right. Um, you can check out our Instagram story um, to check out uh, Alex pouring some water. No, yeah. Do I think I'll ever be famous? I've got a very short answer for you. No. <laughs> no, I do not think I'll ever be famous. You don't think at all? Alex said, you don't think at all. And I say, no, I do not think I will ever be famous at all. Um, I think this goes, no, not only will I not be a celebrity, because that's a, the thing we reserved for the higher levels and tiers and whatnot. We've I don't think I'll ever be not famous. <laughs> like, I don't think I'll ever be famous <laughs> with... All right, so something that the listeners don't know about you is that you've set some some hilarious goals yeah, at, at stages of your life. I feel like at some point, okay, being okay, considered okay, famous okay. should be one of your okay. goals. Be, get famous. That can be a goal. What At what level of fandom and followers will it take for it to be considered famous? This is actually a great question because I have a friend who also has, does a podcast and he started a newspaper. And he's a fame. I consider him a famous photographer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to check out. That's another interesting, interesting kind of twist is the Insta famous people that are like, you guys take incredible photos. You have 1.2 million followers on Instagram just because you take such good photos. Yeah. So um, I went to college and was like good friends with a guy named Brandon Harvey. Name drop. I'm just kidding. Um, And he um, became instagram famous and he started a podcast called sounds good podcast um great podcast dang everybody's got a podcast why do we do this his production quality is just amazing right yeah i'm sure um and then he started um a company the good good newspaper yeah um where like right now there's a lot of negative stuff going on around the world and like the news is going to be so demoralizing and so he wants to focus on um like Sorry. the good stories, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of negativity around the world, but uh-huh. there's so many good things that are happening and uplifting stories, you know? And I think one of his, this is a plug unnecessarily, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, one of his favorite, um, like quotes, I guess for that was, um, from mother Teresa and I'm going to butcher it, but it was about like, whenever you see bad stuff going on, um, look closely cause you'll see the helpers, you know? And so that's, uh, that's yeah. kind of the focus of, uh, the good, good newspaper. Um, he, through like and he was like he's been to the white house on invitation to do one of the first snap stories in the white house and he's like done photography for um national geographic and like a bunch of like he's a great he's a great photographer he's doing well yes he has 11,000 or 11.6 thousand followers oh is that it on um twitter oh okay twitter i would consider him famous though would you I kind of would. I wouldn't. Based on those communities. But I would also consider Philip DeFranco famous. Okay, yeah. But not a celebrity. I don't consider him a celebrity. Interesting. Well, yeah, I wouldn't consider him a celebrity. But, but the funny I thing is, like, a lot, like, people that, like, you talk to our friends, hey, have you seen, or, like, people who care about that photography, Instagram, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Say his name, they know who he is. Sure. He's a recognizable. Sounds like a community thing again, I guess. Uh, people in Portland have probably heard of Brennan Harvey just because it was an, he was a photographer here that is doing extraordinarily well. Yeah. 
but I think the same thing. Like, uh, I don't know. So, I don't think I would but, consider but the him point famous. of this. Okay, I okay, I get it. I it was a bubble thing, and I guess it's because he's. I know him that I can think out of my friends, he's famous. You know? Yeah. Um. So at what point? What is the number? That you, if I was going to set this goal, what number would it take for me to for you to consider me famous? I don't know. I don't. Here's something I'm thinking about right now is I don't think it's a number thing. I think it's kind of a geography thing. I think it's a you have someone anywhere you go that will know who you are. Like I think it's like Brendan Harvey goes to Iceland and somebody's like. You're in Iceland. Oh, I'd love to meet up with you there. You know, but he does have that every everywhere, every yeah, corner. Been, you think so? Yeah. Well, he like done meetups in India and all right. Well, maybe like he's famous. London and stuff like that. I, but I so I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that. Where to where like people, you have a you have reach across the globe of like a huge community, and you. So can to bring, get back to your question, no, I don't think I'll be famous, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that's a reasonable goal. Like I don't know how to set that as a goal, because like if it was like get a hundred thousand followers, I like. I think that's a lot. That is a goal. Yeah, but but it's hard because we're on a dying platform, and another one that I'm sure is not going to be thriving for very long. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know how to to base that. No, I don't think I'll be famous. Can ever. we just? Because because I've brought it up and I think they're they're hilarious. Can we just run through what your previous goals, the, the ones I was talking about at least? Yeah, they started off very small. Uh huh. Actually, they all stayed small. It's true, kind of uh, small in the in this in comparison to this one. Yeah. So, um, in the fourth grade, I was, um, like on the f- a photo for one of the brochures for school. Uh huh. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> well, then I moved to the Philippines. Uh-huh. And um, I was on a billboard yeah, you for were. our school, right? It was an international school. I was one of the uh, a student there. They're like, hey, one day, want to be on the billboard? I'm like, yeah. Sure do. Yeah. Um, looking back, a lot of these things are for diversity. Ah. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with it, though. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm diverse. I'm gonna go. I'll. I'll do it. I'll be on a bill. I'll be on a billboard. Yeah. Why so not? I was on a billboard. Um, in middle school. So then in high school. Um, I was like, oh, I want to be on, one of the, school brochures, or whatever. Uh-huh. Again, I'm not seeking it out, but I'm like, that'll be a goal. I got on to that as well. Yeah. And uh, we should be clear. Without trying in any way. That's what I'm trying to say. I wasn't even, trying to ask anybody. No. <laughs> you just ended up there. Yeah. Again, <laughs> diversity quota probably or whatever. Uh huh. Um, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, here we go again. College. I'm, by the time I graduate, I want to be one of those stock photos you see of kids playing ultimate Frisbee and like the fields or whatever. I'm going to be one of those kids. Do the college that they vibe have, photo. Yeah, I want to be one of those stock photos or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, by my sophomore year, I went to Portland State University. There's like 30,000 people that go to that school. No one lives on, not a lot of people are on campus. You know? Did you say 30,000 people go to that yeah, school? Yeah, it's the largest state school in Oregon. Um, and so, again, not, tr- not actively trying, yeah. but I was on um, two of the <laughs> you sure were two of the uh, brochures for the school, and that's where so, you ramped up. So that's <laughs> what I'm like. I keep setting these goals, and not trying to get these goals. When I'm like, we got to expand the goals from being on advertisements. Yeah, right? we got to do some other Let's things. Get on to something cool. Having not been a football player. <laughs> Or been an athlete of the Portland State. I was like, do you know what I want to do next, Alex? I want to get on the football field during a game. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you want. Um, am I a photographer or videographer for the school? No. Nope. Or anything for the school? Nope. <laughs> you you nope. were kind of an RA, but not for the school. <laughs> no, exactly. So that was my next goal. Again, sophomore year, <laughs> I got it. One of my friends, he worked. Um, he was doing like some sort of game ops type thing for the school and he's like hey we need some volunteers uh we need a fan to come down and kick a football <laughs> for a halftime show jeremy come on down bring your friend's dad come on down so your dad came down and yeah. kicked a football during a game so i was like best. i was on the sidelines <laughs> during a football game and what's funny about that is i was one of the i feel like i'm usually this but i was like you're not like you're like this is the one that's not gonna happen like this is not gonna happen like you you've got to meet all the right people and it's just everything has to fall into place yeah one of my good friends gonna run on the field yep and i got down to the field and i was there for and you were just like 
<laughs> yeah. So that was funny because I got to rub that in your face. Yeah. So then I was like, all right. So it moved on from like being in brochures, being on a billboard, uh-huh. being on the website. That was one that ha- happened. I was on the Portland State website. <laughs> and then um, being on the football field. That was kind of like expanding, not just photography. I wanted to. I want to have access, you know? Yeah. I like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, you I want to have access. To. So then you at that game that where your dad kicked the football, you're like, Jeremy, you just got that goal. What's your next one? And I was like, all right, set this down the line. I'm like, the next thing I want to do is I want to go backstage at a concert. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to have like, I don't want to like be VIP and have a backstage pass. Like I want to have backstage access. Just walk back there. People yeah. know what you're doing there. Yeah, you don't even ha- you don't, you're not even asked. When we when I told you this at that moment, it was the most unrealistic one by far. Because not only do we hardly have any concert venues in Portland, Oregon at all. You and I also have very little connections. <laughs> we have no connections whatsoever to anything anything at all that has a backstage. Yeah. So that seemed like a good goal to set. Yeah. Um Two years later, I worked uh, as an intern for the Blazers at the Mona Center. Um, I worked VIP for Paul McCartney, and we got, I went backstage. Yeah, yeah I, had so backstage, only, I had a backstage pass for Paul McCartney. So not only did you go backstage, but you went backstage with Sir Paul McCartney. You went to the backstage. To be fair, it was like all the backstage stuff that we did was before he went on, clearly, because you don't get to do that while you're he's on yeah, the show or whatever. But it was like, that was awesome. Yeah. And we were like in one of the green room type things, and we're like, okay, you guys can't leave here. And because he's walking by. And so we like it, our access was very limited, but I consider that checking off the list. Yeah. I was like, all right, I did that. Your other goal that you set, oh, I think almost at the exact same time was to be on the court during the Blazers. Oh, game. yeah. Because we were at, on the sidelines for a football game. I was like two goals. One, I want to be uh, court, so, oh, like on the court for a Blazers game. And the yeah. other one, I want to be um, backstage for a concert. And I yeah. got to do both of those with the same job. Yeah. <laughs> and like. You got to do that so much to the point where it was old hat by the time you were done working there. It was like, oh, yeah, I was on the court. You know, I, I was working the court last night. Or yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> this was your goal here. Yeah. I don't remember. Did we set another goal after that? Did I, I set another so. goal? You haven't set another goal. And that yeah. was what that was what I thought of was, oh. Be famous is my next goal. <laughs> get, I don't want to set famous. that because I want to – now that I'm on a roll with – getting these goals i want to set one that i think that i can get you know i don't think i'm not going to get famous so i don't want to set that as a goal in what universe did you think that you were going to get to go like be back to have backstage access to here is my logic i'm a graphic designer i thought maybe i get into photography maybe Mm -hmm. i get good (laughs) maybe i go get to shoot a show (laughs) (laughs) or i'm or i'm a graphic designer and i do some production design and they need me for something at a show okay that's that's what I thought. All right. I, I thought that my career path could help me get there. I, I wasn't wrong. Yeah, that's true. All right. So then, what is the goal now? We've I, gotten we've gotten off of the fame here, topic, but here's, here's the problem. We've done this. Um, if I set a goal while we're recording, I have to like that. It's written. It's it written. is written down, and I, I mean, can't think of anything other than like getting famous. But then we have to have define that as how many followers, and I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, we don't need to to, to define anything. Oh, here's a goal. Okay. This is more of a personal goal. All right. Personal goals are good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say half or full. I want to complete a marathon. Whoa! Are you going to do Barney Stinson no training? Enter in the marathon and absolutely it? no, no. Um, and I don't know. Maybe a half marathon. Should I start with half marathon? I'll I mean, that marathon. sounds like a reasonable thing. Complete a half marathon. Thirteen point one. Still very very long. Currently, I'm signed up for the Portland Marathon. Oh, um, when is that? It's like October, end of October. Oh uh, yeah, you better get, better get running. I don't think I'm going. <laughs> this was one that uh, Natalie's aunt d- does with her, not my, her, Natalie's aunt does it with Natalie's dad. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> her brother. Yeah. And they do this like for the last seven years, or whatever. We watched them do it. We rooted for them. It was like a walk run that they were doing for the half. Yeah. They weren't running the whole thing. Yeah. Walk run. Yeah. Um. They're like, you need to do it with us next year. So they paid for us to do it. Oh. Now they're going sailing. So they're not even going to be here. So they were like, you need to do it next year because we're not. You're filling in for us. We're not even filling in. So we're like, oh, are we going to go? Like, I don't know if we're going to do it. Well, here's your, I mean. Plus, yeah, we were going to be, we were going to do it. We are going to walk around it anyway. Like, we're not going to run. We weren't going to run it. But you could. You have enough time to train, I think. Two months? Yeah. There are 
a lot of I could have Erica <laughs> hit you up with some. Oh, uh, I know <laughs> some, some uh, training regimens. I might train for it anyway, but again, like we were probably gonna walk run it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But eventually, I feel like that's a goal I can do. Man, uh, we'll start with half marathon. Start with half. Half. Marathon. You know what? Step Maybe not up. this one. Do a triathlon. I don't know. We'll start with half. We'll start with a half marathon. All right, fair enough. Um, maybe not this year, but that's my next goal: half marathon. All right, so conquer the half marathon. But that's again more of a personal goal than doing anything like to get recognized. You know? Yeah. And then you'll get famous. Yeah. <laughs> How about? Here's another one. Okay. Here's a good goal. Ready? Hit. Hit it. How about things and stuff? Whoa. What do we want first? We get featured on someone else's show, or we get advertisements. Ooh, I think we get, I'm going to go even higher. We get somebody, we podcast with somebody that we listen to now. That's a good goal. Yeah. That's a, that's a long-term goal right there. Yeah. Sure. We get on someone else's show that we admire. Yeah. They come on ours. Other way around. Because if we have, we have enough clout to get onto their show. I feel like that's yeah, I think. Or you think we have enough clout to bring someone in? <laughs> yeah, I think that'll happen before we get on somebody else's show. Fair enough, because we can they're going to be Kev looking Doggin. to grow their audience. Big Kev Dog. Ooh, okay, I like this. We're going to have Kevin Coelho on things and stuff, and Andy Cortez. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to start saving for mics now because by the time we get there, <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, so we talked about our TV shows and fame. I feel like we covered those. Pretty we. Well. <laughs> We sure did. We covered those bases. Uh, All right. Well, as always, this has been the Things and Stuff podcast. You can follow the show at Things Stuff Pod. You can follow me at The Sneath. And me at Jeremy underscore Juan. Things and Stuff posts every Thursday. So we'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.